That's KC may contain graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Uh, in Kansas City is where we are. Listen up now, don't get too far. You've tuned in for some true stories told you by two ladies named Hillary. Hey! Back there sleep. Oh, no, there he is. Hello. Hi, Breck. Hi. Do you have food for me? Hi, Bill Guy. Mm-hmm. You're so soft. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> He's so funny. Good night. <laughs> oh, no. I need to also fix this. <laughs> oh, goodness. What's he doing, Breck? What's he doing? You're so handsome. Yes, you are. You're a handsome little boy. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Brack. <laughs> what? Like how he just comes over and just like puts his head on my lap, like hello, mm-hmm. pet me. Um, you gonna you gonna pet me now? You gonna or pay attention to me? Or uh, have to go back in the room and make you come get me? <laughs> ridiculous, Brack. You're ridiculous. A little bit. You don't need just all a the little bit ridiculous. Sir. Yes, you are. Hmm. He doesn't need all the attention, sir. Get plenty of that. He needs all of it. Alrighty. So here we go. What episode is this? Episode five, right? Yeah. Five? Alright. Episode five. Ah, welcome back. Can't believe it's our episode five already. I know, and it's almost also almost August. Tomorrow it's August. Mm-hmm. It makes me want to throw up. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're telling me. Mm. So many things. Too many, uh, right, too many things are happening way too soon. Right. A lot of things. Uh. Um. Yeah. Do you want to start with your wine, or do you yes. want me to start? I'm excited about okay. it. You are really excited about your wine. I'm just so. Delicious. So that's like the okay. Yeah, you're going to have to tell me about it because that is the tiniest bottle I've ever seen. I know. And it costs more than it Is should. it a blue bottle? It's <gasps> blue. Ooh, that's pretty. So it's blue and it's got orange on it. So it is um, Martin Brothers Winery, which is also in Herman, Missouri. Again, once again. Um, and this is an orange blossom mead, so a honey wine again, of course. Surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, Info on the back of the bottle is Martin Brothers Winery is family owned and operated blending wine making, science, culinary, and artistic talents to create superb and unique wines. This handcrafted wine is fermented from orange blossom honey. It's good. And uh, it says batch number two on the back. So I don't know if this is like the second batch part of the only second batch of this. But that's what it says on the back. Mm. And it's uh, 14%. (laughs) And I'm drinking it in uh, this awesome tiny little, it's supposed to be for like whiskey or stuff. It's just a little, mm-hmm. little whiskey, whiskey yeah. glass, uh, but it's drinky. And it's from Easy Tiger because I love that place. That's awesome. And, oh, you want to do your wine and then we'll, yeah. I'll say the food. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> my wine's from Stonehill Winery again, but mm-hmm. it's different, I swear. 
I just keep going back to the same two wineries. <laughs> um, but it's from Stonehill Winery, and at the bottom it says, with an attitude. So, mm-hmm. I feel like it's very fitting. I don't know. Um, it's, uh, how, how do you say it? Was it, was it ja- Jaques? 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 J, you, all right, so you can pronounce this however you want. J A C Q U E S S E. Jaques? Sure. I guess. Um, it's called Kicking Sangria, and it's a picture of like a kicking donkey on the front of it. It's kind of cool. It's kicking all of them ass. Have, all of them have the donkey on the front. Mm-hmm. So they're all those, kicking that. something. Um, but this is a semi sweet grape wine with natural flavors, is all it says on the bottle. Like, it gives no other description. Um, and it's basically a citrus wine with hints of, or sorry, what is it called? Notes mm-hmm. of orange and mm. a kick of lemon lime. Mm. So it literally just tastes like Kool-Aid once again. Oh, yeah. I drink all the Kool-Aid wines. So if anybody likes Kool-Aid and likes getting drunk off of Kool-Aid, refer to all the wines that I drink <laughs> because they're literally just Kool-Aid. Like you don't feel a burn whatsoever. No. Like there's no... Oh, but this is 11.5% alcohol by volume. Minus. Um, so, and I'm already down half a bottle. Well, almost very kind of. I've, I've poured out half a bottle. <laughs> it will be gone and more by the end of this episode. Yes. Um, but this, uh, this says Jacques or Jacques. I'm assuming Jacques because it's spelled J-A-C-Q. Yeah. So Jacques kicked up his heels when he found a wine he could call his own. So will you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So there's a little... Yeah. Jackass on here. There's a little jackass on there. <laughs> Makes me laugh. Um. Anyway, but yeah. It? So it's from Stonehill Winery, which is again, um, from Herman, Missouri. Yeah, we have it. Do we both have Herman again? Mm-hmm. We both have Herman. Why? How? Wine, because it's the wine country of Missouri, wine capital, wine country of Missouri. Yeah. My mic is just picking up nothing but bricks breaking <laughs> in the background. Right now. <laughs> I'm also and just a lot of laughing water. <laughs> Well, he was really thirsty. What's wrong? He, what have you done to him today? He this entire time to drink the water and decides now when we started recording to drink the water and gulp it down. Well, but you I'm know. house-sitting for my cousin. So we, so since I got off at work later, instead of me rushing over, we just decided to stay here and be with sweet little Breck. Mm-hmm. Sweet, 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 sweet so little sweet. Breck. He's so cute. He's so sweet. He's got a cute little bandana on because he got groomed. He's so soft. So soft. Isn't he, what is he, Labradoodle? Yes, he's a Labradoodle. He's so handsome. He doesn't sound like this, right? (laughs) Say, hey guys, can you pet me please? All right, so he does have the face (laughs) of something that would have that voice. My cousin but does not just, like that voice. But I just feel really bad because I don't feel like he's dumb. No, he's he goes smart. To, he goes to school. He Breck goes to school. He Shout does. out to uh, a smart one, Debbie Dish. That's what I was just pronouncing her last name. Debbie Dish of Savvy Dog. <laughs> that's where Breck goes, and that's where his cousin Oscar goes. Aww, uh, Breck. But yeah, Hi, Breck. and they so look up Savvy Dog S A V V Y, D O G, and uh, it's in uh, Waldo. And then she just posts pictures and gives dogs, uh, like, training and stuff all day. She spends, like, that is like a dream job to just spend your day with dogs all day. Uh, yeah. I used to do that at, yeah. at Wolf's Stay and Play. Yeah. It will just be around 70 plus dogs all day long. I have to squirt water at some, some of them time. to make them stop being mean. I mean. It's kind of fun, too. Yeah. Except for there's always uh, that one dog that was really annoying 
and it would like get into a whole bunch of trouble like try to get into the trash mind you the only thing that's in the trash in a dog run is dog shit Mm. so trying to get it into the dog shit can um this little fucker he would just like pull it out and then it would just be everywhere all over again so you'd have to like go get another bag pick it all up again try to get him to not eat it like ugh, Ugh. it was disgusting um but no but he so like we would have water bottles like little spray bottles that we'd carry out in our our, like belt loops or whatever yeah and so the bad dogs like we'd be like no and you'd squirt them like once or twice to get him to stop doing stuff well this one liked water (laughs) including the hose (laughs) so we couldn't really discipline him as much as we wanted to because he would just get enjoyment out of being sprayed in the face water it was super frustrating but it was really bad because he was so cute so you couldn't like really be mad at him (laughs) but then again you know 6 a.m clean it up like diarrhea dog shit is not the best thing ever but spending time with but all the cute dogs and stuff it makes up for it I'd rather all spend the gigantic time with cats, dogs. though. Huh? I'd rather just spend time with cats. We'd all just not talk to each other and everyone, <laughs> give everyone their space. It's true. And then, but dogs make me happy. I know dogs are happy. So but then they the, just, like, lighten your spirits. But then like, that moment that the cat always... just comes and sits on your lap, though. True. That is like a good moment. Enlightenment. No one, like, it time is. freezes it when really that cat does. decides to sit on your lap. Like, what? What is uh, happening? I've been chosen. And then you can't move. Mm-mm, can't move. Otherwise, it's chosen. over. Except for... Okay, for my cat so Milan, sweet. definitely over um, cat Aurora. <laughs> I have to, I, that's how I get her to go away, is that I have to like hold her to my body. And then <laughs> she's like, okay, we're done. And then she comes back like five minutes later. So just go to sleep. Uh, okay, and then our food, well, mm-hmm. I, I got it, and then yeah. I didn't realize how big it was gonna be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wink. Um, <laughs> But no, it was Papa Kino's Pizzeria, the one uh, over in the Overland Park off Santa Fe. Uh, so I got the, I think the Mama Kino's. So it's like got, I don't know, romaine and mm-hmm. I think basil and some garlic and mozzarella on there. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. I didn't yeah. finish it because it was the size of my head. Their Mediterranean one is like my, almost my absolute favorite because it's got like sun-dried tomatoes and chicken and mm-hmm. oh my god, it's so good. I was, I was mm-hmm. trying to get a margarita all their, pizza. All their pizza's good. Yeah. I was hoping they'd have, like, margarita pizza, but the mm-hmm. Mama Kino's was the closest yeah. to it. It had garlic on it. It was just really good. Mm-hmm. And then we got um, these cinnamon sticks that are not sticks. Right, it's, so like, yeah, it's, it's like, like a loaf log. of bread. Yeah. yeah. It's like its own its own pizza, which will be posted later. <laughs> but it was delicious, and there are still three sticks in quotation marks left, because mm-hmm. they were, like... They're not sticks. Li- no, they're not sticks. If... It'd be, be like four like, regular cinnamon sticks. Like if you're picturing like from Pizza Hut or something generic yeah. like that, picture a cinnamon stick and then one of these sticks is like four of those. Yeah. Like and there's like two put together and then two <laughs> Yeah, like, two like two long length. way like if you were yeah. to cut one of these sticks in half hot dog style. Yeah. And then hamburger style. Yeah. That's exactly what four regular <laughs> cinnamon sticks should look like. But no, it is a giant it thing. Really like, good. it came in its own, like, tiny... I should have knew something was up when it was... Because it was... I post-made it because even though it was, like, uh, down the street, yeah. I was just like, uh, I'm gonna just do that. And she brought out, uh, like, two pizza boxes. Just like, okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> and, yeah, even for the pizza slices, it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's a big slice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it was just one slice, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Those are the ones that, like, the... They show the picture of the baby next to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like the size of it. 
It was giant. I didn't take a picture of it because I decided to eat it. Yeah. But I took a picture of the cinnamon sticks with my hand next to it as comparison. Yeah, I was like, um, take a picture of that because that is unbelievably big. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But it's delicious and I don't regret anything. Because I almost did like ponchos or something. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, let's be different. Yeah. Papakino, since I'm so close. I did, I did not. I had Taco Bell because I was lazy and just got it on the way home from the liquor store. <laughs> I was like, one-stop shopping. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning no, I'm just staying in my car the whole time. <laughs> I'm just going through drive through <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. okay. Cool. You ready? Well, there's our stuff for today. Oh. And we're done. Yeah. I'm just kidding. That's our things. That's our... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Booze and chews. What? I that's what I did on the last post. I said booze, chews, and oohs. <laughs> that goes because I should really on. like follow up with our own podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's alright. Because half the time you're like, oh, I called this one, this one. I'm like, oh, did you really? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so busy. I'm sorry. It's okay, but yeah, um, yeah. Not like you're not busy. Local you booze have and chews. But yeah, this is my thing of the day. And tomorrow, but I feel like I okay. So, but things. I feel like there's like obviously different people in the world who can you know, like someone like you yeah. who can have all of these twenty thousand things and delegate them and do them like perfectly fine. I have like this one thing called a manager position, <laughs> and if shit goes wrong, which it has been for this past month or so, I freak the fuck out and I have panic attacks. Which is super fun. Legit had one that night that I was like texting you like, yeah, just having a panic attack. Don't worry about it. Like, oh. Legit, just sitting in my bed, just can't breathe. Oh, okay. <clears throat> super fun. So. Okay. I've had them before. So, and I looked, I mean, like I had them like in high school and stuff too. Like I get super stressed out because I'm already kind of like anxious and everything. But yeah. over little things like that, like, and I even like, I fucking like Googled it. <laughs> So it was like shortness of breath, like sweating, like I was like yeah. legit panicking, like feeling I was gonna pass out, and I was like, "Do I wake up Kim?" Like I, I didn't know what was happening, and so hospital. I was just trying to like text people and like keep my mind off of it, yeah. and just like text about totally different things. So I was texting like three different people, and I was just like, "Yep, just talk to me about something." I don't know, I can't think about what I'm really thinking about right now, so it was just kind of weird. But like, yeah, but I like Googled it, and it was like some people are, you know, just more predisposed to having panic attacks in their lives, and it's either and it could be triggered by nothing it's just the overwhelming sense of fear and and like not i I don't know like it's so weird because it's like i literally felt like i was gonna die like that one Mm -hmm. instance of something not happening correctly was gonna kill me and it wasn't like it wasn't anything serious but it was like it's an irrational fear (laughs) like overwhelming fear of like death and like i don't know it was just really weird so yeah so it's not fun. When that but happens, it I just shut down and don't do anything and just lay down. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. So, like, you know, some people can deal with it. Like you. You can do, like, 20,000 things. I can barely do one thing, and I freak out and have a panic attack. So, that's that's also how we're, again, different. But, but then again, the I'm an actor, so as calm True. as I look, mm-hmm. and my insides are freaking out. Yeah, but you handle it really well. I know. You don't sit there and have panic attacks in your bed. <laughs> No. As I'm like have my laptop in the bed too with me, which doesn't help because I'm trying to look at the schedule yeah. and redo everything because of stuff that's happened. Yeah. I'm just like, like I was literally just, yeah, I was about to pass out. I literally just had to lay on my side for a second. Yeah. And which BG dubs always give your work two weeks notice. Yeah. Because that oh, is mm-hmm. 
Super classy. Well, I mean, like, even at, when I worked at Penn Valley with students, like, give Mm -hmm. two weeks notice. Just give some kind of notice in advance. Like, I... I was given a notice. But it... But then all of a sudden that notice changed changed and decreased Mm -hmm. significantly. Both of those notices. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. Um, we're getting over it. We're getting there. We're getting there. The new people actually have really stepped up and I'm going to, uh, buy them like dinners or something, uh, for this weekend. Yeah. Because of how they've helped me not, not freak out and not have panic attacks. So. Right. And he just stepped in there and stepped up and. Yep. Yep. Well. All right. (laughs) Um. Now that that's our venting hours over. Yeah. I'm going to have fun with this one again. It's yeah, better than the 48-minute one that was just, that was it. Yep. And we're just like, okay, we're going to, but it's well, fine. I guess we're done. <laughs> this is the shortest one. Shortest one ever. So that's our record for shortest one is 45 Ooh. minutes. And so. <laughs> Wink. Wink. <laughs> I had to. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. Oh, yeah, and this week's true crime. It's a little hot here. <laughs> I can turn on the It's probably the wine as well. The alcohol is <laughs> tasting real good right now. I know, I'm starting to get warm too. Let me All right, turn on the um, AC here in a bit. I don't care. Instagram. <laughs> Sorry. I know, Instagram and Facebook have been real nosy real lately. Um, well, I've de- deactivated my Facebook account yeah. because I'm tired of people. Yeah. Um, and then Instagram and Snapchat. And Twitter are still there, so every once in a while I'll get, like, a little mm-hmm. blip of something, but I haven't missed it. It's been, like, what, like, two weeks now? Yeah. Just like, eh. I know. Just been playing puzzles on my phone. <laughs> Instead of looking at Facebook all the time. I just get, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay, yeah. so, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of them before, but. Probably not. Uh, have you ever heard of the Bloody Benders? Mm, yes! Oh my god! I literally almost just sent you an article the other day. Did because you I looked really? Because they're making, they're making a film. Yeah. So someone like made a film one. about it. Hmm? This will be like the second film, I think. I think so. The first one was like a documentary sort of stupid thing. Yeah, this one this is just like, like an actual like yeah. indie film. Because mm-hmm. I almost sent, that's why I almost sent it to you. I was just like, oh, do you hear about this? So it comes out, I think, when I looked in the article, it comes out tomorrow on Amazon Prime, which <gasps> I have it really? on my Fire tablet, so I'll just bring it to work. Oh my God, that's so weird. I know. I really didn't know that it came out like that soon. Like I just, yeah. like I had had this story in my mind because yeah. it was like, you know, they're considered the first yeah. like serial killer family <sighs> ever, like in the nation, um, so because ridiculous. it was so long ago or whatever, but like. I had just thought oh, of this weird. one because I was like, you know, like I want to do like I a more historical you. kind of <laughs> killer thingy yeah. or true crime. And so then I was like, oh yeah, the Bender family. Yeah. And that's really fucking weird. weird. But then I just kept seeing like over and over like, oh yeah, they're making it into a movie. Yeah. And then, okay. oh my God, it's coming so out tomorrow. That's article weird. article yesterday and I almost sent it to you, but it's just like, oh, I'm sure she's already done her research, right? <laughs> I did. You did? Yeah. I really did. I did. It wasn't until today, today that I uh, put it into bullet form. No, that's fine. I found all of my articles, though. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so that's yeah. cool. Okay. Awesome. Sweet. So, we both know about the Benders. Do you know anything about the Benders? Oh, I know the kinda? story. I heard it on one of the mm-hmm. podcasts I listened to. I don't remember which one it was. Nice. Sweet. But I don't remember all the details. So tell well, good. I'm glad people are talking about it because it's creepy as fuck. Oh, yeah. But it's also kind of awesome. Right. Because it also reminds me of, like, Sweeney Todd, and that's, like, one of my favorite stories ever. 
Demon Barber of Fleet Street? I know no, what okay. it is. I just have. I'm just like, really confused. Seen. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Fucking thir- heard of Sweeney Todd, right? I, yes, 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 I have. Have you seen it? No. The Johnny Depp one? No. <sighs> I was just home the other day, like, by myself, and I just watched it because I love that movie so much. Oh, my God. It's to... so pretty. Anyway. <laughs> Meaning all the dreary, like, black, white, and gray of everything and then the bright red blood everywhere. It's Me. so pretty. Um <laughs> Anyway, there's something wrong with me. Um, okay, so the Benders. This is family of four, potentially. So there's a mom, there's a dad, and then there's a son and a daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, the family appeared quite... What? I'm sorry, hold on. What is happening over there? I was trying to see how much wine I had Okay, left but it's here. a dark blue bottle? It's a dark blue bottle. Okay, gotcha. And I was like, you're just I feel like I should have bottle. more left, but then again... It's, it's a very well, tiny bottle. It's... it's 375 milliliter. And That's like half of mine. 750. Mine's 750, normal size. I paid so much money. That's stupid. Stuff. Anyway. I know. Um, okay, so. So much money isn't like more than $10. <laughs> oh my Possibly god, 13. that's a fucking fortune. I mean. I no, literally the last like four bottles of one I bought were like six ninety nine. dollars 99 It's pushing it to buy the ten ninety nine shit anymore. But I just had a plan. I had to put in this glass, and it had to be. I just had to have a fancy moment, okay? All right, that's fine. Okay, benders. You do you. Do you. Okay. It's all right. Okay, <clears throat> once again, the bender family. Ah. Ah. Um, so, yeah, so there's mom, dad, um, son, and daughter. So there's four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they came to, or it says they appeared quietly in southeastern Kansas in the spring of 1872. I don't know how you couldn't appear quietly. I mean, yeah, in 1872, like, like, do you just roll up in your wagon, like, throwing shit out, like, like, really loud, like, horns on your horse, and like, right? You know what I mean? I don't know. It's really weird. Anyway, weird wording is what they put here. Mm. But any, so yeah, so they showed up in 1872. Um. The dad, oh, sorry, Brick. My pant leg just touched him and he freaked out. Um, <clears throat> he's scared. Um, so the dad bought a, a piece of land that was from, like, between the towns of Thayer. Mm-hmm. I think Thayer. T-H-A-Y-E-R. Mm-hmm. Thayer or Thayer. I don't know. Um, and Galesburg in Neosho County, Kansas. Um, it wasn't a fancy place, it says. But what? Missouri has Thayer and Neosho as well. Yeah. It's weird. Well, it's also really weird because Well, I mean, later, Kansas City is... Yeah, they both. But later, it says, like, they this guy was traveling from Fort Scott to Independence, but oh, Kansas. Right. There's an Independence Kansas. Yeah, that's right. So they just share all the <laughs> These are clever people back then. I mean... I don't know. Like, I'm in a I mean, new everyone state. Has I'm a just going to all so. their cities. Like, like, what should we name the street? I don't know. It's the, the main part of the road. Main, main street? street? Yeah, cool. Every place has Main Street and every place has Broadway. <laughs> Probably a grand, too. A grand, yeah. yeah. Grand. Okay. Anyway, um, sorry. God, what is wrong? I'm sorry. Um, it's my face that keeps interrupting. <laughs> so they constructed a home between those two towns um, in Neosha County, and it was not a fancy place, as they said. Um, it just it was literally a general store and an inn that could provide both food and bed for travelers, um, along with, you know, it was their home. So Singh was not huge. I don't know how all of this stuff happened in there, and no one figured it out. Don't you bark at me, Breck. I swear. But he's so excited. I Look know. at his little tail. You want to go outside? Um, you can. He, he has, there's a bell he can ring if he wants to go outside. Aww. 
That is so <laughs> cute. I wish my dog... No, I wish my dog didn't know that. He sometimes does abuse well, it. Because I almost, I almost tried to teach her how to do a bell, like if she wanted a biscuit or like a treat. Yeah. And I was like, no, she's a little fatty. She'd probably just sit over there and just ring the bell the whole time. <laughs> That's what she would do. Anyway. Okay. Oh my God. Back to it. Okay. <clears throat> before I can start, or before I can stop seeing things properly, I'm going to try to read this story. Okay. Um, all right. So the house is made up of just one large room. It wasn't even like different. Excuse you. Um, it wasn't like different like bedrooms or anything. So it was just one big room that was divided by just a canvas curtain, which is super creepy. Anyway. Um, just imagine someone saying goodnight and there's closing the curtain. Well, <laughs> like it's divided contact. by a, a canvas curtain, which only separated the grocery store and the inn from the family's living quarters. So like they just be like, all right, well, if you don't need anything else, I'm just going to go mm. to bed. And they just like whip open, whip back a curtain and go to bed themselves. Like. I don't know. Yeah, my face exactly. Um, anyway, so I keep saying anyway. Maybe this is what we call it. Anyway, so anyway, um, so anyway, so um, there the old man Bender is what they keep calling the dad. His wife and their dull-witted son <laughs> spoke little to the strangers who passed through, um, except for Probably like an occasion. Like this. I don't think he talked like Breck. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, they didn't talk to anybody except for like the occasional greeting along the local roads or to, or to sell them canned goods and coffee. So basically they're just like a, hey, like a head nod sort of a family. Um, old man Bender and his wife, between the ages of 50 and 60, were thought to be ing- immigrants from Germany. <gasps> Breck! Oh my God! <laughs> he just nudged my arm with the wine in it. That about went everywhere. Woo, that was, okay. Breck, you're a tricky one over there. Mm-hmm. He's going to go ring the bell, isn't he? Is he going to go ring it? I, I'm waiting for it. I'm not going to let him out until he rings it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, so they're between the ages of 50 and 60. Uh, they were thought to have been immigrants from Germany, but they spoke with such a guttural accent that no one could actually be certain. So they didn't really speak English too well. Some people even now say that it was an act they really could speak English and they just didn't want to talk to people or have mm-hmm. like be questioned. So they did that. Then they also said, you know, like the son wasn't really stupid. That was all an act as well. He just was antisocial, whatever. So really weird family. Um, but yeah, so then, but on the other hand, their daughter, Kate was outgoing and almost aggressive mm-hmm. with her personality. Um, she's sped, said to be one of the most, one of the most like beautiful women in town at the mm-hmm. time, which I'm like, she had all her teeth. Like, but I'm like, and there are like twelve women in town at this point. I don't okay. know. What was this? Eighteen hundred, right? So yeah, she had all her teeth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it says that men were immediately dr- attracted to her, so she became quite an asset for the Bender establishment. Meaning that she would bring in people for like goods. What? She was their siren. Basically, yeah. So she'd bring them in to, like, buy goods or stay in the inn and blah, blah, blah. Um, she also became well-known for the in the in the region as a psychic medium who could contact the... Oh, my bells. God, that's adorable. <laughs> There's the little bells. Oh, my God, Brick, you're so cute. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, okay I'll wait laugh. for a second. Okay. That is so cute. Come on. 
I turn around and he's just right in here like, what? Yeah. I didn't do it. What are you doing, Breck? What are you doing? <gasps> but he likes the squeaky one. I know he likes the Look at him. He's like, wait a minute. That's my favorite. No squeaks. No squeaks, dude. He's precious. No squeaks. <laughs> He's obsessed. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. Right, um, so we'll be hearing uh, fetching sounds yeah. from Breck. That's okay. It's super cute. Um, so yeah, so she became known as a psychic medium who could contact the spirits of the dead and even cure sickness for for a generous donation, of course. So she wouldn't do it for free. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, the doctor does for free anymore. What? True. But um, so she appeared in a number of small uh, Kansas towns with her spiritualistic show. As <laughs> it is a squeak. No, it has a squeak. I thought it was not a squeak. Dang it. It was so flat, I didn't think it squeaked. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Um, anyway, so she was... Uh, Get me. Let's see. Oh, she went around as... Um, I'm just going to keep talking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she went around as Professor Miss Kate... I don't, I don't like this. Professor Miss Kate Bender. So shouldn't it just be Professor Kate Bender or Miss mm-hmm. Kate Bender? Professor well, Miss Kate Bender? She, no, she was a woman in the 1800s. I know, that's stupid. Anyway... Um, so, as Professor Kate Bender, she gave public seances and, inter- and entertained crowds. Uh, she was very popular with the male members of the audience, so some of these men traveled back to the Bender's hotel in order to see her again. So, super creepy and kind of, and pretty gross, yeah. But, you know, she had other intentions, obviously. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I wouldn't be telling the story of just, you know, a prostitute in the 18th century. Um... It says, but hundreds of men passed through Kansas, um, just basically like on their way to seek fortune in the West or, uh, you know, just trying to find a new home. But most of them were never heard of again, mm-hmm. heard from again. Uh, it took time for such disappearances to draw attention, as there are many reasons for travelers to be out of touch or even dead during the travels. Uh, over the course of... What was that? Oh, oh. Over the course of a couple years, more and more... People went missing, um, and they have appeared to just basically drop off the face of the earth. And about the same time that they had passed through this Labette County, Labette, Labette, I don't know, Labette yeah. County, um, <laughs> several bodies were even found in the area um, that were murdered, but no one actually knew who did it, so no investigations were really kind of put out there because yeah. they didn't want to have to go through the effort of trying to ask everyone in town. Um, but, so basically, all these people, or these men, mostly men, would travel through, and they would stay at the inn, or, like, the Bender's Inn, and the, uh, they say, like, they would try to seduce them into, like, staying for dinner, and sleeping over, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and it says, like, the danger of dining with the Bender's came when they seated you with your back to the canvas wall. So, it's not, first of all, it's not a canvas wall, it's a canvas sheet, um, but yeah, so it says if a dinner, overnight guest, or seance participant, because sometimes she'd bring people back and they just do, like, seances in the, in the little dining room. Mm-hmm. Um, so if any one of them appeared to be wealthy, he was given a seat of honor with his back to the curtain. 
So basically they'd just be like, okay, yeah, well, you look, you know, you can come sit over here at the head of the table. Bullshit. Um, Lose your head. So while Kate distracted them with either the seance or just trying to seduce them in any way, uh, the father and his or his son would sneak up behind the curtain with a hammer and they would strike a savage blow to the top of the man's head. Then they would, either one of them or the mom or something, they don't really know who did what mm-hmm. sort of a thing, but they know that Kate was majority of the seducing. They don't know if she actually like did stuff or if it was just the mom, the brother, and the dad doing it. Uh, but anyway, but then once his head was given a savage blow, <laughs> his throat would be slit from ear to ear. You know, just to make sure. Uh, and then his body would be dropped into a trap door into the cellar. So it's like, literally like Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Just slit his throat, put him in the cellar. In the chair. Um, and then if the body was then, uh, once it was like dark outside, the body was then dragged back beneath the canvas. And Oh, wait, no. Hold on. Whoa. I don't know what that... Oh, sorry. I just messed up my notes a little bit. Um, so anyway, so no, the body would be dropped into the trap door... Um, but then they would drag it either like behind the canvas or just outside or something, and they would strip it down and basically take all of the stuff that was off of the body. Um, the trap door, which led to the cellar, was opened and the body was dumped below until it could be buried somewhere on the prairie, just in case someone might come around or something. So they'd always wait until like after midnight to do it. Mm. Um, a favorite burying ground burial ground for this was apparently apparently the orchard that was located on the property. So, super gross. The system of murder worked well for them for more than 18 months. So, a year and a half, they just <laughs> killed people and travelers all the time. Kate drew a number of victims to their door with her offers of spirit communication and her brother often accosted travelers on nearby roads. He would strike up a conversation with them and then convince them that spending the night at the inn was preferable to journeying on. So he'd be like, go right up next to them and be like, well, you know, I tried traveling this road, some blah, 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 but I'm not having any luck or it's getting way too dark. And he basically like make it out to be like this treacherous journey. So they would need to stay at the <laughs> inn. You're so mean. Just give him the damn toy. No, it's um, squeaking. Uh, but then one of the more commonly heard of victims is Dr. William York. It's usually the one, like, if someone does a story on the benders, they usually bring up Dr. York. Oh. Uh, only because it's, um, there's, like, more people, like, surrounding his investigation rather mm-hmm. than just some weird traveler going through. And I mean, not weird travelers who call them weird. Probably just a normal guy just traveling around. Um, but anyway, he was actually returning home to Independence, Kansas, and visited the inn in the spring of ni- or 1873. But then, of course, not surprisingly, he was never heard from again and didn't return home. But what the benders didn't know is that Dr. York had two powerful brothers who were determined to find out what happened to him. So there's a Colonel Ed York um, and a Kansas Senator, Alexander York. Mm. So a doctor, a colonel, and a senator, all in one family. <laughs> Sounds like the start of a really bad joke. Right. Um, but yeah, so his brothers, um, after the, he w- disappeared for a little bit, in like uh, May 1873, Colonel York arrived at the Bender home looking for his brother. So they explained, or he explained to them, that his uh, brother had disappeared and he asked the family whether or not he'd passed through the area. 
knowing that he most likely did because I think the brother had actually mentioned that he'd stayed at the Bender residence before and then he would just go ahead and just stay there again on his way back anyway. So, like, I think on his journey from Fort Scott to Independence, he'd stayed there. I don't know why they didn't kill him then or what happened, but then on his journey back from Independence to Fort Scott, he was not heard from again. Um, So, of course, you know, they denied seeing or hearing from or whatever housing Dr. York, um, but Colonel York could definitely see right through that, and he was like, no, there's a probable... Some people say, well, um, but some people say like he sat down to dinner with them and he was going to stay at the inn. And then when he was like kind of tucking into bed, he like saw like a glimmer out of the shorter or the corner of his eye. And he like looked over and found like his brother's like pocket watch underneath the table. So I don't really know what's true. Like people are just kind of, I think maybe make this up, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It makes sense. Like they were taking shit from people. So. Huh? Sounds like something that happened in a movie. Right? Like, I don't know. They're taking shit from people. Why wouldn't they take his pocket watch? Maybe right. they just dropped it. I don't know. Um, anyway, so after he gets super suspicious, he goes to the local authorities. And local authorities? <laughs> local authorities. I didn't. I thought you said it correctly. I knew what you meant. Nope. Yep. Definitely didn't. Uh, local authorities. And he told them about his brother's disappearance. And then he thought that the benders were involved. And then kind of they kind of talked about how they were like well yeah you know over the last 18 18 months there's been a lot of travelers going missing through here and a lot of people just not showing up to things Mm. so the township actually held a meeting at the schoolhouse and then it was decided that um in order to find the answers or like find evidence of all of these murders that were happening they were going to search every single home on like in the area Mm mm-hmm so the people, um, the people who were, you know, like attending this meeting were Colonel York, of course, because his brother's missing, a whole bunch of townspeople, which also included both males of the benders. So the dad and the son were in this meeting. So then the weather turned bad, of course. So the search um, for every single home couldn't happen because, or at least for like a really long time, maybe like a week or so, it wouldn't be able to happen because of the weather. Yeah. But then meanwhile, a neighbor noticed that the inn was empty. So the benders were gone. A couple days later, several hundred volunteers uh, arrived and searched for um, and searched for the benders, including Colonel York. So he like went back. He basically stayed for like months around the Independence to Fort Scott area mm. in order to find them and his brother. Um, but then the benders' wagon was even gone. Um, they'd taken a little from the home. Um, but mainly just, like, food and clothing is all they took. So they left behind, like, everything, including tools. Yeah. You know where I'm going. Um, the trap door, they didn't really find anything, but other than a horrible, foul-smelling cellar, um, and it was found to be drenched with blood. So that's fantastic. Uh, the investigation turned to the garden, which was, looked like it was freshly plowed, the neighbors recall that the garden or the orchard or whatever you want to call it always seemed freshly plowed. So they're always digging in this fucking garden. You don't think that's suspicious? Like, what the hell? Um, but then working through the night, the volunteers first unearthed the body of Dr. York, unfortunately for his brother, and yeah. then seven more bodies were found that night and then another the next day. Um, there was even one... 
Um, a Mr. Loucher who went missing, he and his infant daughter actually went traveling somewhere after the death of his wife. Aww. And neither of them were heard from again. Aww. Yeah. Um, so the throats, uh, for all of the bodies that were found that night, including the next day, the throats had been cut and the skulls were bashed in, matching the same M.O. of whatever tried to happen to these other people. Mm-hmm. Um, the exception was Mitchell, Mr. Loucher's infant daughter, who was just buried under her father. Mm-hmm. So they think that she, they just threw her under there, into the, like, yeah, into the... What should we call it? In a, into the grave. hole, basically. Grave, whatever you want to call it. A ditch. And then just mm-hmm. killed the dad and threw him on top of her. So they think, like, she so, pretty much suffocated. Aw. Or maybe and he was, was so alive. heavy that when he landed on her, he just... I don't know. I think that's a that's just, thinking. Let's just hope that was yeah. it and it was quick. Okay, there you go. Um, yeah, so then uh, one of the bodies that was found was that of a girl that was actually estimated to be only about eight years old, mm-hmm. whose, um, whose body was badly mutilated. So, like, they just did something weird with her. I don't know if it was, I don't know. That's really weird, but um, 10 bodies were ultimately found at the Bender Farm, but 21 murders are attributed to the family. So they only know of 10 bodies, but they're pretty sure that the other people have gone missing. There's about 21 or so. Um, For all of the murders, though, the Benders only received about $4,600 and some livestock from their victims. It was like some of them, like one guy, they literally got like $2,100 off of him. Another guy was like $200. Another guy was 40 cents. Like they killed him for 40 cents. Yeah. Like it's just so stupid. Um, Yeah. But I mean like $4,600 now is quite a bit of money. Could you think about 1873 or whatever when these are happening? That's That's probably probably like like millionaires right there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So then, uh, so it's kind of weird, you know, like the dad, blah, blah, blah. Um, did, well, okay, so later investigations supposedly revealed that none of the, ven- none of the benders were actually named Bender. So they just went by those names. Oh. Um, the only ones that were actually related were mom and the daughter, Kate. Uh, the dad was born John Flickinger and... <laughs> Awesome name. (laughs) Flickinger. Around 1810 in either Germany or like the Netherlands or somewhere around there. The mom was born um, as Almira Mayek and her first husband was named Griffith. With, oh, sorry. With whom she bore 12 children. Uh, Kate was the. What? She's picked one? Well, Kate was the fifth child to be born. So I don't know what happened to all the rest of them. Um, Yeah. Uh, the mom was married several times before marrying the dad, a.k.a. John, uh, but, like, weirdly enough, each of her husbands have died of head wounds. Huh. Weird. Weird, right? What an accident. Oh, no. I hit him again. Oh, no. He fell. Oh, he fell onto my hammer. Ah. Um, her daughter, Kate, was born Eliza Griffith, so, you know, from her original yeah. husband. Uh, John Bender Jr.'s real name was John Gebhardt? Gebhardt? Gebhardt, I'm guessing. Um, And many knew him in Kansas as, um, instead of Kate's brother, it was actually her husband. So they don't know if it was, like, just posing as the brother to get people to come into the inn, not thinking anything's weird. And then in reality, they're actually married, and she's just trying to seduce them to get them into the house. Killing. Yeah. Um, 
So, wait, so there's that. Um, but then there's, of course, you know, rumors that surround the case. As to, so there's like a few bullet points that I had that are like, some say the brother, John, um, or John Jr., whatever you want to call him. I guess it could be technically John Jr. Because uh, they were both, you know, Johns. Sure. <laughs> we'll just call him John Jr. Huh? Sure, John was a junior. Oh my god. <laughs> um, anyway, so some say that the brother was a half-wit, quotes, half-wit, while others say that his behavior was a ruse only because they wanted he wanted to make them think that he was her younger brother, so he acted really, really stupid um, and, like, immature. Others say that Kate was a prostitute as well as just a psychic and a murderer before she even joined the family. So they oh. think she was doing this long before the mom met John... Flickinger. John Flick. John Flick. Inger. Um, the mom supposedly killed three of her older children um, because they were witnesses to her killing her husband, Kate's dad. Uh, Kate was her fifth child, so she... But apparently... I don't know. Maybe she like wasn't phased by it. She I don't just, know. She helped? She, what? She probably helped. She probably did help, yeah. I mean, like, you know... She's, I guess, family bonding. Yeah, I guess so. It's genetic. <laughs> um, another rumor says that um, the mom actually murdered the dad over stolen property soon after they fled Kansas. Or, like, after they fled the oh, John. area. Mm-hmm. Okay. John, like, so the new husband. So, basically, she's a greedy bitch. She's a gold digger. And she killed him, is right. what rumors are. But then the other rumor is that the dad actually committed suicide in Lake Michigan in 1884. So about 10 years later, he committed suicide. But those are all rumors. We don't really know. Uh, but yeah, so basically after 140 years, we'll probably never really know what happened to the vendors, but or who they were. Unless actually. we go back in time. Huh? Unless we go back to the future. Oh my God. You can't go back to the future. If you went there before, you could. No. Okay, you go back in time. <laughs> yes, we would have to go back in time. This is not the future. If we were there, we would have to go back to the future, which is now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That makes no uh, sense. Otherwise, you'd say, we're, we just need to be in here now. No, but we need so to, we need to go, go back in time in order to come back, back to the future. Here. Back to the future, exactly. It's not what you said at all. Don't act like... You're <laughs> acting like you said what I just said. I'm just letting not. you prove my point. Exactly. Back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, my God. Exactly. Exactly. Stinked. Stinked. <laughs> Stinked, Michael. Stinked. Okay. Anyway, okay. So, yeah, that's the that's bloody it. benders. Mm. Kind of creepy. Creepy Kansas. Um, okay. <laughs> Why is that creepy Kansas? You is have more alliteration. Like... It's not this. I mean, it's not alliteration because it's seen a cave or whatever. Close enough. I don't know. I don't really even know what alliteration is. I can't even say that word. Do you see that? Alliteration. Alliteration. I had to work on it. Okay. Yeah. I'll also hold on. Side note, while I'm holding this glass of wine, um, I saw a wine glass yesterday that said, I'm not slurring my words. I'm talking in cursive. I need it. <laughs> there was also a big-ass mug at Nebraska Furniture Mart, and it said, shh. This, or there's, or it didn't say shh. I think it may have just said, like, there's wine in here or something. I was like, oh. <gasps> Oh my god, I need it. Mm-hmm. It's like a legit do drink my wine out of mug. Because it's classy. It's a classy. Super classy. Today anyway. we have actual glasses, but that's only because it's a 
temporary but, relocation. I was like, yeah, I was like, we're somewhere else right now. Yeah. That's why. Um, Go ahead. I'm going to drink my wine. Any so mine is Marion Hedgepeth, Peth, Hedgepath, whatever, um, a.k.a. The Handsome Bandit. Have you heard? I'm sorry, what? The Handsome Bandit. Handsome Bandit. Handsome. He was so handsome. Bandit. Oh, wait, wait. What's handsome? the name? Marion Hedgepeth. Pat? Ma- Marion Hedgepeth. It's Hedge and then P-E-T-H. Hedgepeth? Hedgepeth. Yeah. I thought Marion was a woman. No. So that's why I got really confused when you're like handsome. I was like, the handsome woman? I mean, back then. I mean, what, what was the year? Well, uh, is 1800s as well. Oh, yeah. So she probably would have been a handsome woman. Probably. But no, it's a man. Marion oh, right. Hedgepeth, a.k.a. the handsome awesome. bandit. Um, so he was Missouri-born Wild West outlaw. Mm. Uh, Owen's info I got mostly from Murderpedia because I just do want to one article and I just trust it. Um, I just put words in different places. Um, so he was born in Prairie Home, Missouri. Go figure. Like that's the most Midwestern town name I figure. Yeah. Yeah. Prairie Home, Missouri on April 14th in 1856. He's not only also known as the Handsome Bandit as well as the Debonair Bandit, uh, the Derby Kid, or the Montana Bandit. Yeah. He was an outlaw before the age of 20 after running away from home at 15 and killing in Colorado and Wyoming and robbing trains. So just starting off as a real gem. Um, Hedgepith, and uh, I'm going to say Marion because I can't pronounce his last name, uh, but he was sentenced to 70 years in the Missouri Penitentiary uh, for larceny and jailbreaking. So I miss he broke out of jail uh, on November... 1883, and he was discharged on February 16th, 1889. He does not learn any lessons, by the way. You're just going to figure this out. Um, So Marion lived in a region of Kansas City, Missouri, known as Seldom Seen, which I'm going to look up more about what exactly that place was. But it was called Seldom Seen because the police were seldom seen there. So it was like a lawless town. Like a lawless area of Kansas City because the police were seldom seen there. What the hell? Right? It's kind of hilarious. I know. Um, but, I mean, it makes sense because about that time, mm-hmm. it was... Well, no, that's actually post-slavery time. But yeah, I'll talk about that, that some other time. Um, but because, yeah, police were seldom seen there. Uh, he then became a member of the famous Sly Wilson gang, which I don't know how famous it was because I googled Sly Wilson and I couldn't find anything. So they. So in their words, they were. So in their words, they were famous. Um, the famous, famous in quotation marks, Sly, hyphen Wilson gang of safe blowers and highwaymen, but I couldn't find anything about them. So, mm-hmm. um, so in October seventh of eighteen ninety, Marion with members of the Sly Wilson gang. Um, I just I put down their names because one was hilarious. Um, so let's um. What did I put? Albert Sly, uh, Jim, Francis, and Dink. Is his nickname Dink? D I N K? Dink Wilson? That is very unfortunate. (laughs) It was his nickname, so it was in the parentheses, so that's. I didn't have his real name, just said Dink Wilson. Yeah. Um, Wait, hold on. I'm going to go on a side note. uh Um, My mom went to school with a woman named Dorcas. Real life. 
real life. Or did your mom go to school in Kansas? No, she actually went to the school in Missouri, I believe. Central? Oh. Central High School? Oh, since, like, Kansas City? Mm-hmm. Oh. Ooh, that's weird. Her name was Dorcas. Dorcas. That's weird uh-huh. for Kansas. That's weird for a metro area. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Um, go, really? Dorcas? I go, does she get teased a lot? My mom goes, well, Dork wasn't really a thing back then, yeah. so no. I was like, mm, that's really Hard. sad. But okay. I was like, but she had to get older, and then Dork really did become a thing. Yeah. So. I'm sure people didn't anyway. believe but, okay, yeah, so Dink Wilson, um, they robbed a train in Glendale, Missouri, uh, which is near St. Louis, mm-hmm. um, and they robbed it of $40,000, um, and then said personally they escaped with, so I don't know if that meant each of them got, well, okay, yeah, one, two, three, four yeah. people, okay, yeah, so then I guess they divided it up, the 40000 each got escaped with $10,000, and they fled to Salt Lake City and then decided to disband. So they're just like, all right, one and done. Let's goodbye. See you later. Um, and then Marion was caught after a relentless pursuit of the Pinkertons, which I had to look it up. I was just like, it just said Pinkertons, like the Pinkertons. Like you should know what that means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I looked it up, and it's a detective agency that was originated in Chicago in 1850, which is um, present at least in 2000. I think it said in 2004 on the, their company website that they moved like to the Midwest, um, somewhere in Michigan. So I think it's still around, like a live detective agency. Um, but yeah, but Marilyn Marion was arrested on September February first, eighteen ninety two, in San Francisco, and he was also with uh, Albert Sly was with him. Um, they were brought back to Missouri for trial. Marion was sentenced in eighteen ninety three with fifteen years in the Missouri State Prison. So he just kept going back, and again, just this dude cannot learn. He's just been wild since fifteen. Um, Marion was pardoned though, fourteen years into that twenty-five year sentence by the Missouri Governor Joseph W. Folk because he informed on a former cellmate, H. Uh, M. Howard, who was uh, drumroll. He was really H. H. Holmes. Wait a minute. Yeah. That's that gave me chills. Yeah. Wait. So he's, Marion is the reason that H.H. Holmes was caught. Because he snitched on him, basically. Holy fuck. Right? That's amazing. I know. Oh my god. Uh, I got a way so to talk cool. about H.H. Holmes on this podcast. Uh, and I'm so excited. But yeah. So that's why he. God damn I know. so unfair. Ah. And I shared two initials with that crazy lunatic. Um. Yeah, so Marion's info was the result of Holmes unmasking and conviction and execution in 1896. Good job, Marion. You finally did something right, but it was mostly just to your benefit, but that's fine. Um, So then he was released in 1907 and then arrested in 1907 in Omaha for burglary of a storage house in Council Bluffs, Iowa. I told you, he does not learn. Yeah. Uh, and he was convicted and sent to an Iowa State prison in March of 1908 and released a year later. Um, and that's not all. He then, on uh, December 31st, 1910, his uh, journey of robbery ended after he attempted to rob a Chicago saloon. So he just went, like, what's that, south, mm-hmm. east? 
down yeah. from Iowa to Chicago. Um, three years just, later. I think it's mostly just eight years later. Two years later. Huh? Isn't that mostly just east? Southeast. No. Yeah, because Illinois is oh, yeah. uh, east of know. us. Yeah. Um, yeah, December 31st, 1910, so New Year's, he went out with a bang. Uh, <laughs> and literally. Chicago Loon, he, literally, literally. he tried to rob a Chicago Loon, which turned worse, and he was shot and killed by police. Uh, so he just, that he lived, he died as he lived. Just a, a robber. Yeah, so that was Marion Hedgepeth, the aka the uh, handsome bandit, the snitch of H. H. Holmes. Wow. <laughs> so, I really hate you for forgetting to bring that up. I know. I hate you so much. <laughs> I fucking love H. H. Holmes. I hate you so much right now. You know what? I'm gonna find his Kansas, Kansas connection to H. H. Holmes. I'm okay, do you won't. You don't know that? You don't know his life? Okay. No one does. I mean... Actually, no most people do. Which he just... I guess he just always kept with H for his... Yeah. Two H's, at least. Because it was, was his cellmate, former cellmate, H.M. Howard. Which I think then, before he started, the murder castle was just, like, fraud or whatever. I think he just started with, like, fraud. What? Insurance fraud or something? I don't know. I don't remember what he used. Like yeah, no, he used to work for the grocer that was on the corner, ah. and then he eventually talked her out of like selling it to him. Yeah, that's and right. And then he and then he opened up the hotel and built all of that yeah. shit for himself. But yeah, but when I'm a little obsessed with Once yeah, kind of creepily obsessed with him. Yeah. It's like no, wait, no. H. H. Holmes was H. Super H. M. Howard. Yeah. It's just a crazy thing. Then he didn't, he like buried himself in order that it be cemented because they can, yeah. Wait, who, what? A.J. Tones. He was ordered cement to be put over his grave. So So he couldn't come back. So I got a Missourian uh, did in A.J. Tones. Suck it. (laughs) Suck it. Oh, hello, Brack. So you. Escape room tip or my case. Escape room tip first and a Casey fact. Sure. Okay. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> I'm telling Kim that I'm hanging out with this handsome fella, mm-hmm. and I sent her a picture of Breck. Yeah. <laughs> He's so handsome. He is handsome. <laughs> she sent me like a. Oh, <laughs> nice. Like, I know. You're so sweet. Can you give me? Can you shake? Ah, uh, sit. Please, can you shake? Good boy. I'll give you a treat later. That's so mean. <laughs> he knows he'll get one. Ouch. His tail is so cute. It's he's really so sad. Just skinny tail because his tail was mad at him. Oh, so he had to shake really it off. Um. All right. So, escape room tip number fifty-eight. Oh, getting up there. Yeah, getting up there. Um, I'm sorry, Frank is so funny. He just came over like, hello, oh, I'm here. Can you pet me now, please? Hello. Why are you breathing so hard? What's the matter? Who knows? You haven't been doing anything. What? He's excited. You haven't been doing anything. He's excited. What? 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 I'm trying to get you riled up before I leave, and then she has to deal with you. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, anyway. 
So escape room, tip, escape room tip number 58. Uh, this is going to be on do not touch stickers. Mm -hmm. So most escape rooms that I've gone to have various do not touch stickers throughout the room. It's either an actual sticker, you know, like ours that have like handprint circled yeah. line through it. Or there's just stickers on stuff that just says like, don't touch this or don't move this. Don't. Do so, it. so my tip for you, if you see a do not touch sticker, don't touch that object. I really don't understand. Unless you want to be yelled at, that, I really don't, don't understand touch it. how it's that difficult for people. It's because we not. literally tell people this in the intros that we give. You know, there mm -hmm. are do not touch stickers. They literally mean don't touch. So please don't touch it. It means the entire object, not just the little tiny circle that the sticker is on, because people get very specific with us. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's not reverse psychology. It's not a challenge. It doesn't mean, oh, don't touch it unless you're super fucking Hulk strength, and then you can touch it. No, it literally means don't touch it. And people laugh at us when we say that. I'm like, you're going to be the motherfucker who touches it because you think it's so funny, and you think it's, you know, all cutesy that we're saying it like this. No. Not funny. Not cutesy. Literally means do not touch it. So if you come in there, and when you see it, and we see you touching that, we're going to tell you not to touch it. Well, I thought that I had to. No, we literally pointed it out to you, especially in one of our rooms. Literally pointed it out to you. Literally and literally told you not to touch it. That one specific thing that is the continuous thing that people go to touch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. I'm just, yeah. So I don't if understand. You really want to piss off your game master or whoever, whatever they call just themselves, don't so whatever listen escape to them at all. room. Yeah. yeah. Just don't listen to them. Just talk when they're talking yeah. and touch, do not touch stickers. Or when we take you into the room and we want to give you a scenario, just start walking around, just start moving stuff, and just start trying to search throughout the room. When we've asked you repeatedly, please don't start yet. We're not done. Yeah. So. Super fun. Super awesome. Woo. Escape room. It really sucks that people kind of ruin it for us. Sometimes. Yeah. I'm just like, ugh. This is actually a pretty fun job. There's, and then there's those people. Just stop. Why is that noise? It's very funny. No. It's like a banging. Look, he heard it too. It's his walking. There's like boards over on that side that if you walk on them, it'll, oh. you'll hear it more. Brett, cut it out. <laughs> He's turning around like, what? What? Oh, okay. it is. Now I hear it. Now that he walked by again. Yeah. That freaked me out for a second. I was like, there's someone out yeah, there. We're not at your apartment. Out. Huh? We're not at your apartment. It's I know. Steps. That's different. What are you doing, weirdo? Who knows? You trying to go down those steps? You don't like those steps. No, he won't. He's terrified. Boop. <laughs> jail. I booped his okay, jail. So that was the escape room tip number 58? Is that what you said? Go get a toy. Go get a toy. Does he know a toy or a baby? Toy. Mm, toy. Toy? My dog knows baby. Go, go get your baby. <laughs> She'll run and go get Go get a toy. Right, can you get a toy? Get a toy. Get a toy. It's like, what toy? I think. Okay. So, yeah. Escape room tip 58. Right? Yeah. Is listen to the do not touch stickers. Right. Done and done. Done and done. Uh, okay. So, my escape, or my KC fact uh, is um, that Walt Disney's career started in Kansas City. It did. It did. It did. Um, so as Walt and his family moved to Kansas City, Missouri, 
uh, said when he was nine years old in year 1910, uh, which actually the house is still standing today. So there's actually a family that lives in there. Um, I didn't write the, down the address because I didn't want to give it out for <laughs> them. I mean, you can creepy. Google it. Yeah. Uh, and they'll find it. Um, but yeah, so it's in there. Um, so Walt, uh, so apparently he like just always wanted to just be an animator. Um, so he delivered uh, the Kansas City Star paper in the morning issue of the Kansas City Times, which I didn't know we had. they had that. Um, but he did that with his father for about six years. Walt applied to the Kansas City Star as a cartoonist. So he applied for just probably like a dream job. And then as a clerk. And then he was just like, all right, I'll drive trucks for you. Only to be turned down every time. And then he opened up. I know, it's just sad. Kansas City Star was just like, nah, we're okay. No. Um, and then Walt Disney opened up the Laugh-O-Gram Studios, uh, which is still his original studio, which is still there on 31st Street, which I think I saw an update that it, like that's going to be replicated in Disney World. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, I think the Casey Film Office had posted that on Facebook. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be, it's still there. And you, if you drive by it, you see just like little cartoon images of Walt Disney trying to like draw out his animations, which is super cute. Um, but his inspiration from Mickey Mouse was the little rodent that was in his studio that he befriended. So Mickey Mouse also started in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or, Do you know when he started? Or Steamboat Willie. Mortimer Mouse. Mortimer Mouse? Mortimer Mouse is um, his original name. I didn't know that. We're Disney freaks. freaks. We know that. We know those things. Yeah. No steamboat, Lily. But sadly, his Casey studio failed. And so he left Kansas City for Hollywood nearly penniless. Um, And said on there, like, on the train, he was just like, I'm going to be an animator. And people were just like, no. No. He said he he compared it. He, like, people gave him looks as if he said that he swept latrines. So, like, a janitor. They were just like, "Mm, why would you do that? Um, But, I mean, uh, obviously... It worked out. So out there, he, his first creation was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, mm-hmm. which was a success. So a Walt Disney, Kansas huge City, huge success, huge, big, big. huge, yeah. Oh, it just gives me the chills. Can we not? Ugh, I'm what? sorry. It's okay, because Michelle and Chris are going to China in October. China, China. Oh, why did that? Anyway, back to happier things. Anyway, back to happier things. Walt Disney, Kansas City was just like, nah. And then he was just like, I'll show you. And then he did. And now we don't have any recognition that we, he's in. He's in. Oh my God, that story went. Yeah. You're like, I'll show you. I'll show you. And he's just like, I'm going to be an animator. So follow your dreams, guys. And you'll be as good as Walt Disney. And he just... I have to leave Kansas City <laughs> for a little bit. What's his, what's his quote? Mm. Imagination has no age. Laughter has no something. And then, I don't remember now. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Uh, it's one of my mom's favorite quotes. Oh. I can't remember. Did you know that? Dreams when, are forever. I know that's dreams one. Dreams are forever. Uh, that like... Most of his cartoon characters, they don't have a mom because he feels guilty for his mom dying at the mm-hmm. house that, they, that he, he bought, bought for her. Mm-hmm. Oh, Didn't it have mold in it? It was... Um, from mold or something? No, it was uh, monoxide poisoning. Monoxide, that's what it was. Carbon monoxide. Could have ever was like asbestos or monoxide or yeah. like mold. It was monoxide, something. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess she, she died in her sleep, though. 
I know, but Crystal. he really bought he her that. He just like, like felt so. I would too. Bad. You literally bought, bought my mom a house and then she died. And she died like, in the house I bought him. So that's why yeah. Not too that's long why most, after. Yeah. Like, most of the originals is the mom's not there because he yeah. felt so guilty. So sad. But the dad's there, so he's just like, sorry, mom, dad. Ah. <laughs> But then again, I mean, most of the time in his early films, he did stuff of like, you know, like 18 or earlier, actually, like, or not Cinderella, um, Sleeping Beauty was like, you know, 1500s, 1600s sort of. And it's yeah. like, you know, the mom was in that, but I mean, she's not really, she, but I mean, like technically moms died in childbirth a lot. So yeah. I mean, I mean it should have been, been something like that. She was there. She went to sleep, but I think more the more the attention was when you look at the back of the movie, it was more. Or, or the mom is in the dad. is in the film, and but it's she's like an evil stepmom. Yeah. Guaranteed, always an evil stepmom. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's okay. But yeah, so yeah, Walt Disney has career started Yay. in Kansas City. So what? technically, he's from Kansas City because he moved here and he was nine, so he grew up here. And he went to, like, animated animation school somewhere around here, I think. And I don't think we even have any of that anymore. No. It's all moved to the coasts. Yeah. So well, I mean, we have the Kansas City Art Institute, but, yeah, it's really expensive. That's not Disney-worthy. No. No. No, 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 no. It's all right. It's more expensive than it should be. Uh-huh. But it's by the Nelson, right? Who cares? If more you couldn't the, hear that, I did a giant uh, eye roll. More by the, not the, what? Uh, the Kemper. Kemper. Yeah. I was in between both of them. I've never been to that one, though. Nerman? The Kemper? No. Kemper? Oh. Never been to that. Have you been to Nerman? No. No? What is that? Why are you me like that? It's just my face automatically does that. Sorry about it. I believe the Nerman is the one at Johnson County Community College. Oh no! It's Why really big. Go that far? It's not that far. It's by highway. It's about ten minutes from here. Okay, Maybe. but Maybe. from where I live, it's at least right, from where you minutes. live. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> okay, shut up. <laughs> Did we just have our first fight. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we do this all we the time. What are you talking about? This is like our tenth fight. You're so cute. <laughs> just You're so cute. Yeah, break, 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 break. He's trying to look at you over the table, but he can't see. <laughs> can't see. He's going like Hi, what? buddy. All right. Yeah. So those are. Yay. Escape room tip. Do not touch stickers. Don't touch. Don't touch. Casey fact. Walt Disney. <laughs> Walt Disney. And. And that's Casey. <laughs> And Rex, stop using my hand. I'm going to press stop in a second. Okay, and wait. Hey guys, while we work to join your favorite podcast directory, you can listen and subscribe to That's KC Podcast on SoundCloud. You can also chat with us on Twitter and Instagram at That's KC Pod. Intro music is provided by Brian Lawson. If you have any suggestions for local Kansas City, Missouri, and or Kansas food and drink, or you'd like to send us something, hint, hint, wink, wink, please send us an email at thatskcpod at gmail.com. Also, if you have your own local story you would like us to share or have a suggestion for us to research, we'd love to hear from you too via email. Okay, bye!